Rest in peace, Adam Yout. Left the world nine years ago today. Every afternoon at 4, John Senning presents the day's news. And underneath that, I will play lullaby versions of popular songs, and we call it John's Joints. John, you said it earlier, that area of yours, that undercarriage of yours, seems to be feeling pretty darn good. You know, the more I think about it and the more I talk about Chassis, I'm really having almost this spiritual awakening where Whoa. I feel that the the situation that we men have to have to deal with between our legs, it's far more complex than I think we're given credit for. Mm. I mean, ladies, they've got a lot too, but we we legitimately have multiple elements going on down there and there there are rubbing and, and all sorts of things going on that can lead to chafe. And if you've ever experienced that, it can ruin your day, your night, your week. Man, I remember coming home with chafe and feeling like the only thing that could help it was soaking in the bathtub, but it just burned and burned. But now that I'm a chassis man, I don't burn anymore. Chassis is man care for down there. They have an entire line of products, including the Ice Max powder, premium powder, even the shower primer, which you mm. put on. You, it's, it's a special primer and cleaning agent just for in between your legs. Hit the restoration cream when you get out of the shower, and you are ready to go dry, fresh, and chafe-free all day long. Gentlemen, stock up. Chassisformen.com. Go there today and uh, leave the chafe in the past. So Tom Brady, I got a couple Tom, I got a couple pieces on Tom. Heck yeah! And uh, anytime I can talk Tampa Tom, it's a good thing. The first thing is this goes back to the NFL draftathon, uh, which happened. I think this piece was Friday night. It was five hours of content altogether. These little windows of different celebrities talking. So I think people are starting to pluck out little jewels that they find along the way. And this is another one uh, where Tom was asked about whether or not he would trade in any of his Super Bowl rings for a different Super Bowl ring. And you may be surprised by his answer. And again, there's people, a lot of people talking, but it's Shannon Sharp who you hear ask the straight up question to Tom. We came together. We make good stuff together, man. I love this dude. But I want to ask, would you be willing to trade two Super Bowl rings to win that one Super Bowl? You got to trade two for one. That's a good question. So he's shaking his head adamantly, and then he says, I would, I would. Now, keep in mind, that gives him an undefeated season. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess when you really think about that, that what you, you, it's not just that one meant so much. It's that you then are the new king of the undefeated season who that's held by the, what year was that Dolphins team? Uh, 70 something. Yeah. So, I mean, you then have now out of all the other things that you've accomplished and let's say you did take two away, you still have six and you led the undefeated, the only undefeated team under this, uh, you know, this many seasons or games in a season. So I could see where he would want that. Yeah. Still kind of surprising though. Yeah. I mean, for a guy like that to say, I would trade them away. It's just a unique thing to be even able to say that, ah, yeah, I'd throw away two of them to go yeah. ahead and get that extra one. Uh, that's a little more special. Yeah. Lose one of the Eagles ones, like where, uh, you know, Donovan McNabb was throwing up in the huddle. Give him that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
in more Tom Brady news, remember it was such a big deal when Tom got that uh, when he got that two million dollar boat. Oh remember? yeah, beautiful it was, boat. It was the timing was a little weird because you'll remember it was on the heels of the whole uh, PPP loan thing. And I can see it, where some would think it was weird, John. Well, I'm just I remember when we talked about it. It was within a couple days of when that news broke. So I don't know if this makes people more mad or they think he's he's a little bit cooler. Uh, well, the NFL legend and seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady made a surprise appearance via video link at the Dutch boat builder. I don't know how to say it, but I'm going to say Wajer. How do you spell it? Wajer. Wajer. W-A-J-E-R. Ooh. Wait. 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 Wajer. Wajer. That was it. Via video link, the Dutch boat builder Wajer announcement of its latest luxury yacht in the Netherlands last week and confirmed he will be one of the first to take delivery of the new 77-foot offshore vessel. It's a yacht is what it is. 77-foot. Now, 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 Brady famously skippered the $2 million Wajer 55S during the water parade uh, during the Super Bowl celebration in Tampa after the team's victory in February, and that is where the, the stunning pass of the Lombardi Trophy went down. Uh, in the statement, I think it's so boss that not only is he buying these, he's, he's like the guy who shows up when they're going to announce the newest line of yacht. Oh, he, yeah. he says, I enjoyed the waters of New England. I can't find the video anywhere. Uh, but when we moved to Tampa with its beautiful bay, I said to myself, I need a boat. I love the Wajur line and what they're doing. When we first started working together, I was able to try out a Wajur 38, and I got myself a Wajur 55, and now I'm looking forward uh, to continuing my captainship on the Wajur 77. Did I tell you how much it is yet? Uh-uh. So the first one was two mil. How much you think the uh, how much you think the uh, the new one is? The the 77 foot yacht. First one was two. I'm gonna go six million. John nailed it. Six yeah. mil on the dot. So you know how much? So I mean, this other boat he's got is new. How much? Do you think the new boat decision is based on him wanting to have more of his teammates on his boat for the next boat parade? <laughs> you might be right. I mean, you I, see the features of this bitch. Oh my gosh, it's it's, it's a thing of beauty. And I mean, the first one, I'm going to be honest, I think the first one looks cooler. Oh, yeah. It looks more Bond-like, a little sleeker and a little different. For sure. But the new one is, I mean, it's a yacht. It is a, it's a big-ass boat, and it, it looks like you could live in it, which he might. A water-cooled under deck temperature system so your bare feet don't get too toasty. <laughs> My God. 16 foot, 5 inch wide master suite midship, a bow junior suite with a double bed, a port side guest cabin with a queen size and single bed. All suites have their own lavs and showers. Good God. Hardwood floors. Seven to seven foot nine inches of headroom, man. I mean, you could live on that. I mean, that would be. I mean, that would would be a. That would be an upgrade for most people living, as far as or or, you know, for living quarters. Just you know, Casey's wondering. I would leave radio to be his cabin boy. Oh, absolutely. I I wouldn't even need. What's a cabin boy? Can I just wash his boat? Yeah, that's a cabin boy. Yeah, scrub his dinghy, (sighs) and then you take care of his boat. Yeah, he plans to name it. Viva Avida. Yeah, which it's the same name, which I think is kind of Stupid. unoriginal. Like if you're going to get a new boat, give it a new name. Yeah. But I mean, if the boat's less than a year old, like there's got to be a reason. 
that he's getting the new bow. And like I said, I think it's because he think it's he thinks it's going to look cooler for the next Super Bowl parade. Yeah, or he, you know, like take him at his word that he goes down to the Bahamas a lot with his family and he wants to provide him with an excellent vacation experience. Right. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> have you seen the the new teaser trailer for Dexter? No. So I think that we're we're in a fair amount of agreement that Dexter is one of the best shows and, yeah. and that it's coming back and yep. it's very exciting. It's going to be a one-off. So the new the new preview is interesting in the way it just shows him looking out the window at a fire and then in the reflection of the window you can see a body wrapped up in the wrap and, and you can hear the kind of muffled moans of somebody. So very, very intriguing, but a lot of new details are coming out about exactly what's going to be going on in the new season of Dexter and it's pretty damn exciting. Uh, Dexter will be they, they draw a lot of parallels in this in this article to where Dexter will be and how Saul was uh, brought back during Better Call Saul. Oh. So what we know so far is that Dexter relocates to Iron Lake, New York in the forthcoming revival where he will face off against the ninth season's villain, the mayor of Iron Lake, which is played by Clancy Brown. Uh, it is a fact that Dexter uh, earns a living in Iron Lake, and it appears that Dexter will be working at a place called Fred's Fish and Game. Fred's Fish and Game. Fred's Fish and Game, right. a workplace strategically placed between a gun shop and a bait and tackle. According to other set photos and details, Iron Lake, New York, appears to be an outdoorsy town. And it's, um, what's this guy's name? His name is um, Clancy Brown. That, that will be his big rival. Okay. I know him most from Billions. He is Jock Jeffcoat. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, he... I think that's a perfect. He gives me vibes of Trinity. I don't know, maybe just because oh. he's an older type guy. What's that guy's name? Uh, uh, John Lithgow. Yeah, I don't know what their similarities are, but I think he could bring that perfect uh, component for for Dexter to go up to. Yeah, so I can see that. Uh, it's expected in the fall, and it's very very exciting. Out of all the shows that could and deserve to come back, I think a lot of people were hoping for uh, for Dexter. And it looks like we'll get it, and it might even be good. Great. You think he goes back to his kid and, and to his woman? He's got to. I mean, how do they not tie that up? If you're going to to, to do that, you might as well. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers for anybody currently watching the show, but the fact that Deb won't be in it, that's sad to me. I loved her so much. I have a weakness for characters, female TV characters that everyone hates. Deb Morgan and Carrie uh, Matheson well, from Homeland. Well, Carrie and Deb are similar in some ways because they're both just train wrecks. But, it, I mean, I hate to say this. Deb just annoyed me because I thought she was terrible. Like, I, th I thought she wasn't good, like a good actress. And it takes a lot for, wow. me to, for me to feel that way. But it was like, it all just felt so cheesy. Like, I didn't buy into her. I did. Yeah. And that, are we not doing spoilers? Because that scene with Deb and what happens to her, maybe the worst scene in the history of every t any television Awful. show ever. Awful. You're right. Yeah. Terrible. She deserved it. Okay. Pinellas County is rescinding its mask mandate after Governor Ron DeSantis said he was suspending all outstanding local COVID-19 emergency orders and related public health restrictions. County officials announced their decision to rescind the mask order in a press release Tuesday, adding that other ordinance requirements would be ending effective immediately. The mask order has been lifted and order requiring safety plans requirement for large events was also rescinded. 
the upcoming Board of County Commissioners meeting will no longer include a state of local emergency and public hearing on the ordinance requiring face coverings. Officials said the changes will not apply to businesses, organizations, or schools which can still require patrons to wear masks. So it's I wonder exactly if somebody could break that down. So if it's up to the businesses at the end of the day, right. was it not up to the businesses yesterday? Uh, it was up to them as well as the local municipalities. I've noticed the, the masks slowly stepping back, but really lately in certain situations, in restaurants and other spots, really open air spots more than anywhere. Yeah. It seems like people, employees are getting rid of the mask. So I, I'm choosing to take all of this as just progress. And I know people look at it as, as moving too fast, but at the end of the day, whether you agree or disagree, we all want normalcy to return. And I, I, I choose to see these measures and these announcements as steps closer to that. I respect the way you feel and feel the same to a certain degree. I also respect people who work in healthcare and are seeing still hospitalizations and are, and are still hesitant to go out. I don't think any of us know for sure. Do what you're comfortable with and don't do what you're not comfortable with. I'm doing it all. Yeah. I want to open mouth kiss a hobo. Have you heard this story? I don't think we've touched on it yet. A South Carolina man who was forced to work over 100 hours every week for years without pay and was subjected to verbal and physical abuse was supposed to receive close to $273,000 in restitution after his former manager pleaded guilty. But that initial amount was too low. An appellate court ruled in April the man should have received more than double that amount. The amount now closer to five hundred and forty-six thousand from the from the manager to account for federal labor laws. Uh, John Christopher Smith was forced to work at a cafeteria in Conway without pay for years. His manager Bobby Edwards pleaded guilty to forced labor in 2018 and was sentenced to 10 years in prison for his abuse of Smith, a black man who has intellectual disabilities. A U.S. District Court judge in 2019 ordered Edwards, who is white, uh, to pay Smith around $273,000 in restitution, which represented Smith's unpaid wages and overtime. But the court failing to include liquidated damages in the restitution says, no, 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 that's not enough. I know nothing will probably do away the the deep mental damage that right. was done to this guy, but it makes you feel pretty good that a guy that w- was living through absolute hell, it sounds like was being physically and mentally tortured and not getting paid, will now get a, a chunk of change that can probably help him change his life in a bunch of different ways. I hope so. I, I hope he, it brings him peace and happiness, man. He was screwed. Yeah, and I mean, the, the president of the local chapter of the NAACP is coming out and saying, we're talking about enslavement here. Like, we need to be, we're, this, what's going on thus far isn't even serious enough. Yeah. So, any t- it's, it's wild that that can actually happen in a place that's public. This right. isn't a guy who had a guy locked in his basement and nobody ever saw. As far as I'm sure some people thought, this guy was an employee. And he was he was actually just being forced into working without getting paid while also being tortured. Do you think that like maybe like he was like uh, giving butter refills to tables or whatever, like going to put it in there and he'd go like, help me. I don't know. I would, I would hope so. Or just like the, the, yeah. Here's some more iced tea for you. Please save me. How do you not? I know. Man, so we were watching this video, and I will tell you, it's enough to uh, 
we're going to dig in during It's Okay, It's Not Okay to a, a, a topic that aligns with this sort of kind of. Uh, an April 23rd incident that took place in San Dimas, California, near Los Angeles, has gone viral. A deputy uh, pulled over a motorist for using her cell phone while driving. And I mean, I don't know how common or if it's common at all for people to have this extreme of beliefs. But when you hear the way that this woman immediately talks to this police officer, uh, it's pretty shocking. And just because it is a, is a there's race mentioned here, I'll mention everybody's race. Yeah. Uh, the police officer is Mexican and it is a, it's an African-American woman. Okay. It's going 38, so why are you harassing you me? You are correct. I pulled you over because... because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell phone I, I while you're driving. I was on my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. I can record you. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his... Do you, have, a, do you have your driver's license? I... It, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. I mean extreme as can be to instantly i mean i started the audio as he's walking up to the car i mean unless there's more to the story that is just not here one of the first things that she does is call this man a murderer and i think it i don't know i don't know what's worse but it gets a little worse at the end of the exchange i think this is terrible a terrible way to interact with with someone who puts their life on the line to protect us in my opinion i think you're right thank you hmm Having a problem with some audio? Yeah, can you tell? Nah. You're handling it like a champ. No, 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 I'm not. Yeah, I'm not having right. any problems. Well, I'm not having any problems. Oh. No, 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 no problems at all, man. Okay. Sometimes I just like... Here we go. Thank you. I mean, the vitriol coming out of that woman's mouth is just... That sounds like a mentally ill person. I mean, that's the thing, is that, like I said, I don't know how often the police in certain areas... I would imagine out west in some areas, it, it can be that bad. Hopefully not that bad every day. But when you talk... When we hear people who have that vitriol in their voice uh, from a race place, like... That sounds just the same. The way yeah. that woman, uh, you know, goes at him for being a Mexican and claims he wants to be white after calling him a murderer pretty oh. much for three minutes on end. Um, Awful. Man, this this cycle of of certain people hating the cops and then the cops shooting people, it, it doesn't, it, it'll never, I don't know how we escape it. It's gross. So Bill Gates and Melinda, they're divorced. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, or they're getting divorced. And yeah. everybody's wondering what's going on. What's up in their marriage? Is there something we don't know about? Well, Bill Gates, he's 65. He announced on Twitter on Monday that he and his 56-year-old wife, Melinda, are divorcing. The couple had a decades-long agreement that Bill could vacation for a long weekend at the beach every year with his ex-girlfriend. What? 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 Bill dated venture capitalist Ann Wilbald. She's 70 in the 80s, but broke up with her in 1987, the same year he met his future wife, Melinda. 
1997, in a piece for Time magazine, Bill spoke out and said, when I was off on my own thinking about marrying Melinda, I called Anne and asked for her approval. The former lovers kept their vacation tradition alive with Bill spending a weekend with Anne at her beach house on the Outer Banks in North Carolina every single year. That's something else. I mean, it's one thing to say, but I mean, if he ends up with this woman, if he ends up with this woman in the next six months, then I mean, oh, clearly yeah. this has been a th- just looking at this now and pairing it with the discussion we had earlier where it's it's like there was a time on it where now the kids are grown. You almost do wonder, has he has he been waiting for this moment? Was he waiting until the kids turned 18 so he could go be away um, with Ann? I mean, that's one serious. We got Dom on the hotline. Oh, hell yeah. What's up, counselor? Hey guys, sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. oh, oh! I thought it was Ask the Dom. Oh, we have a we have an attorney here at the. Uh, at oh, the, at, I you was, did? I thought it was oh. AskTheDom.com. I forgot we told Dom to call today. Oh my I god! I only know one Dom. I thought he had legal advice yeah. for us, and uh, and it turns out it's oh, Dom yeah. from Supervillains. Totally give you guys some legal advice, <laughs> John. Stop I'm sorry back. to cut off your joints. No, don't be. Were you, were you done with your joints? I mean, I can be. I can't be. If Dom is on the line, and that's all that matters, dude. We are so pumped for Friday night. Can I tell you that? I'm excited as well. I cannot wait either. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm super ready. How are you preparing yourself for this unbelievable experience Friday night at Janice? Dom, are you doing calisthenics? How's your back? Yeah, we'd be pushing up, do push-ups, bro. Be eating raw eggs. You know, we going crazy over here. Rocky style. I like that a lot. Dom, it, will this be your biggest? I know you guys are doing some shows. Will this be the biggest show you've done in the post-COVID era? Uh, yes, officer. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I wasn't. I'm, you're not on trial here. I was just. I'm trying to get inside like, your mind. I want to try and get me canceled right now. I'm disregarding all types of COVID law, bro. We were going nuts. I, that wasn't what I was getting at. I just wanted to try and get inside the mind frame. I want to feel like that energy to know that this is as big a moment for you guys as it is for us. But clearly, I'm second guessing that. Well, you wanted some legal advice, pal. I'll tell you some legal advice. <laughs> Don't go tell me you were throwing parties during a you know, pandemic. <laughs> I, uh, that's funny because I did see people, Scart had posted a photo from one of your shows, and uh, like there were a good amount of comments underneath, some from local musicians in Orlando who are mask-shaming and saying how irresponsible everybody was. For you know, You're just out there trying to hump a living like everybody else, and I respect people who aren't ready for it yet, but... Let's not shame the people who are ready and who are trying to get back out there. Right, Dom? I mean, oh, man, this is not fair, guys. Come on now. What? Oh, you guys. Hey, come over here and talk about stuff that actually has consequences to your answers. Well. <laughs> All right. Totally. I mean, you know, I had my friends text me and, and go, you know, go ham on me. A lot, of, a lot of people weren't happy with that. Well, and you know what, like. It's like the high-risk people can get vaccines. I believe that, you know, the high-risk people were able to get vaccines at that point. At the same time, too, if, you know, it's your obligation to wear a mask and not mine to force you to, you know what I mean? And I am, I'm a constant mask wearer. I I literally will probably wear a mask when I was with because I've enjoyed not getting a cold for the past year. Yeah. Mm -hmm, To be honest with you. It's been kind of nice. well, and I'll and I'll. I'm not saying I'm answering it on behalf of you, but I'll give the less politically correct answer. How many other you know businesses have been 
shut down across the board. I mean, when, when you say, I mean, you can look at different elements and different things and say, yeah, we haven't been able to do this as much, or maybe we didn't thrive as much. Anybody who was directly attached to traveling music, they haven't had a job for the last year plus. So until you're in an industry that pretty much ceases to exist because of COVID, I think you can't really have an opinion on, on whether or not someone is taking a risk or taking, you know, not taking a risk when you have no opportunity to do what you were bred to do. Preach. Right, right, Tom. To the point where, like, I, I almost corrected you when you said making a living because even at this point, we're not making a living. I'm paying bills from, yeah. you know, six, eight months ago yeah. for my business that didn't get any help from anybody or anything. So, what am I, you know, the only thing I can think to do is, you know, make money in the way we know how to make money. You know what I mean? And it's it's up to you guys to be safe out there. Bring your mask, wear it, you know, distance yourself. It's simple. I don't mind. I don't care, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, JaniceLive.com is the website. Supervillains are playing on Friday night. Uh, this is going to be one hell of a show. You'll see all kinds of info on the website about how Janice is committed to the health and safety of guests. Uh, we're really looking forward to seeing you guys, Dom. Great to check in with you, dude. And, uh, and I can't wait to see you once again doing what you do on Friday night, my man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Can't wait. I will talk to you then. Back to Star Wars, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you uh, had in your joints something about Pinellas County and masks. Isn't that a nice tie-in? It is. Yeah. I mean, I already did it, but. Yeah, I know. I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what you thought. It is. Uh, I, I 100% thought that was AskTheDom.com. That's why I interrupted your joints to do it. Well, I knew he was going to potentially. Call. No, I, I have no. Uh... Yeah, no, everything's fine. I mean, I knew he was calling. Uh, Bill Gates. Uh, Bill Gates. He's got a woman on the side. Um, no, he has an old time friend who he's been vacationing with since 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. That. How many wives do you think are cool with their husbands taking a vacation once a year with their ex girlfriend? Not many. Hardly any, right? Probably none. Well, I mean, especially because it seems like it was very close proximity. Like, they were wrapping up or maybe even together when he met Melinda, so. Man, a little overlappage there, maybe? Maybe. I feel like there was one other thing there I was. didn't want to bring up. There was. It was up. a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. It was the, uh, it was the conspiracy. Uh, it was a new study that shows just how many people believe in conspiracy theories. Now, I don't know who to trust and who not. Uh, this is from a website called inmyarea.com, and it breaks down. Uh, they did over 10,000 people that were asked about different conspiracy theories. 30% of those who participated in the study said have they, they have heard the conspiracy that COVID lockdowns are a way to secretly install 5G towers. <laughs> 9% of the 30 believe it. Okay. 46% of people believe the conspiracy theory that iPhone apps record conversations without permission. Duh. That's a that's a conspiracy theory. That's not theory? a conspiracy, that's a fact. That's a fact. 57% of people have heard the conspiracy theory that vaccines are used to implant RFID chips <laughs> to track people and just over 1 in 10 people believe it. John, is it a conspiracy hypothetically to believe that the vaccine was always going to be something that you'd have to get every year and that it may not do as much as they're claiming, but it's a way to get more people to get vaccinated and make more money for big pharma. Is that a conspiracy? Um, I don't know how specific it was, but I, I mean, I can just tell you this. 
the the Alex Joneses of the world have been telling people Bill Gates wants everybody to be getting vaccinated constantly, and whether or not that's just a huge coincidence or not, I probably it probably is. But they kind of hit a sweet spot on that when something that the conspiracy theorists have been talking about for decades uh, became a reality. So m- maybe they just chalk that up for one for the conspiracy theorists guys, even if it just happened to be okay a coincidence. I got it, but I I mean. I didn't ever think it was going to be like that. I mean, when I think of a world where you got to get vaccinated, I didn't think it was going to be, hey, you're going every every couple months, every few months to get it. Right. Which, But now it turns out that's the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm all burnt up. Okay. Hey, David, what's up? Hey, guys. I had to call back earlier to you know redeem myself. I missed the call. Um, I got my first shot, and uh, you know what? My 5G implant, my service is amazing in my area now. You didn't have to call back with that. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to call about that one lady just like yelling at that poor racist Mexican cop. You know that was just ridiculous. <laughs> like that, that. Why? Why even? Like it just makes other people who actually have a problem with police brutality look like crap. You know, it's not a it's not a good look for anybody, and it doesn't certainly doesn't do anything to improve relationships between civilians and police officers. Hi, Eric. Hey, Drew. Hey, John. Hope you guys are having a great day. Hi. Uh, you know, I was just calling to, to talk about uh, uh, specifically Bill Gates. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to raise the point that this is a guy who, I mean, he made his money be, being a, a computer genius. This isn't a guy who was getting laid on the reg, man. Like, he he got a little on the, you know, he got a little early, a little of the, the P word and, uh, and he got hooked on it and, and he couldn't ever give it. I mean, he called and asked her permission, man. Okay. Well, I mean, as well, a, as a former nerd, I, uh, well, well I mean, nerd. I think you can, well, okay. I, I don't think they, no offense to your nerd level. I don't think you're on Bill Gates level of uh-huh. nerd. No, thank you. No, Appreciate but, that. but I mean, maybe there's something to be said for that. I mean, not, I'm not even saying about his girlfriend or even saying what that guy's saying, but when you have been like that your whole life and probably not uh, you know, experienced too much, maybe it's time to say, hey, I've been somewhat loyal. I got my one weekend a, a year to go bang my ex, but now it's time for old Bill to uh, lay the pipe to some randos. You think we're going to see uh, Bill making it rain in strip oh, clubs? Dude. Oh, dude, he'll be rolling out there. Yeah, he'll be in, in Miami on South Beach. Yeah. Speaking of banging, you put forth a question to me right before the show about your significant other and your friends, and I'm still trying to chew on it. We'll get to that next on Drew Grabo Live. Medi weight loss can change your life, help you lose the weight you never thought you could. When you lose weight, it's not just about the actual physical weight you carry, because that feels great too. You've got more energy, your mind is clearer, and that's what Medi weight loss can do for you by keeping you accountable and having you lose weight you never thought you could. I go in, I meet the doctor, I see the nurses, I step on this scale, we look at my weight, it's Nine out of ten times always falling, which makes me feel even more motivated, makes me want to work harder and lose more weight. And Medi Weight Loss wants to get bone listeners a free, free assessment. Go to startmedi.com slash 1025. That is startmedi.com slash 1025. Or call 877-MED-LOSS. If you do that, make sure you tell them you heard John Senning talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. You're listening to Drew Garabo Live on 1025-The Bone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.